Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Tim Lyons. Thanks for being on the show, Tim. Thanks for having me, Whitney. Pleasure to be here. And Tim has an incredible story that I know you're going to be inspired by today. I've heard many stories over the last few years that have helped to inspire me and get us where we're at and just keep me motivated and focused and on track. And I think this is going to be one of those for you as the listener. A little about Tim. He's a principal and managing partner at Cityside Capital LLC. Tim is currently a lieutenant in the New York City Fire Department. Until recently, he also worked part-time as an emergency room RN at a level one trauma center for eight years. He brings years of real-world management and leadership experience to his real estate investment career. Tim's initial goal with real estate was to create passive income and in turn, be able to spend more time with his wife and three girls. Congratulations on the family and and just even the goal to be able to spend more time with them, Tim. Looking forward to this conversation and just... And, you know, I come from a similar line of work, uh, you know, which, you know, Tim and uh, are just first responder type and looking for a way to be at home more. And so, uh, you know, give us a little more about who you are, Tim, and background. And let's jump in because I I just think, you know, your story is I hope listeners will listen to just your commitment and just that decision that had to be made. And and let's get into some action steps that you took. But let's go back and learn a little more about you. Great. Thanks for the introduction, Whitney. I appreciate that. So, yeah, I'm awesome. I'm 38 years old. I'm married three three girls right and until recently i had uh two or three jobs at any given time so i'm a 15-year veteran of the new york city fire department and that has been the pleasure of a lifetime to work for the fdny you know i come from the school uh, like a lot of people that i was taught to you know get good grades go to college get better grades you know figure out what you want to do contribute as much as you can to your 401k And then someday you'll be able to retire and someday you'll be able to get into real estate and enjoy your life. And, you know, until maybe a year, year and a half ago, that's the trajectory that I was going on. And I found myself working 70, 80, 90 hour weeks, trying to work more overtime in the firehouse, working in the level one trauma center ER. You know, I'm working 12 hour shifts and, you know, I'd get up early and leave before the girls got up and I'd come home and it's, uh, you know, witching hour at the house because everybody's tired, ready to go to bed. And then the next day I go for a 24. It wasn't really bad until they got to be right. Because when they're young, they don't know, you know, which end is up. But when they got older and I'm starting to coach sports and, you know, they're saying, dad, you know, you just left, you know, you're, you're leaving again for another 24. I'm like, oh my God. You know, it dawned on me, Whitney, that I need to make a change. So, you know, it's going to sound kind of cliche because you hear this on a ton of real estate podcasts, but there's one book in particular that changed everything for me. And do you like to take a guess at what that book might be? Is it purple? <laughs> <laughs> so it's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? Everybody, a lot yeah. of people say Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? So I'm on vacation with my family last summer and I'm, I can't put this book down. At the time, I was going through some mindset shift and and some personal development. And that book fell into my lap at just the right time. So right then and there, last July, I made a commitment to get into real estate to make a difference. And three, four months later, I purchased my first three family property. But until, you know, from the summer of 19 till November of 19, when I purchased that property, 
I turned off the news. I turned off Pandora. I turned off radio. I turned off everything. And all I did, Whitney, was consume content, audiobooks, podcasts like yours, bigger pockets. I mean, I can go on and on and on about podcasts, right? And, you know, I have a pretty significant commute to work, you know, at the firehouse. So I just turned my car into the university on wheels. And I just, that's all I did. So, you know, four months later, I have a three family property. And, you know, a lot of what I think about now and what I do is, you know, it is mindset. I committed to real estate and then I took action. I had no idea how to be a landlord. I had no idea how to get financing. I had no idea how I was going to come up with a down payment. You know, one of the guys who I love to read is uh, his name is John Asarath. And he talks about being interested in something or being committed. And, you know, if you're interested in real estate and you're like, yeah, it's something I want to get into. But then, oh, you know what? It's too hard. I don't get it. I don't have any money. How am I going to be a landlord? I don't know anything about it. So I'm just going to go back to the couch, get my bowl of Doritos and watch Netflix. And I'm never going to change. Or you can be committed and say, all right, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out how I do this. I'm going to surround myself with the successful people around my inner circle. And I'm going to, what I like to call R&D, rip off and duplicate. You know, Because if you want to collapse timeframes, if you want to get to where you want to be, then you know, there's no time to reinvent the wheel, especially being in my late 30s. I, you know, there was no time for me to, to kind of do that. So that's what I did. I mean, I just went out there and I figured it out. So yeah, congratulations. It's incredible. I do hear, a, you know, I don't hear enough stories like this. I do hear, you know, I hear, you know, people that get motivated, they get committed, or they get interested. And I thought that was interesting. You know, you're talking with that author, you know, and he says, are you interested or are you committed? And I think it's important to ask ourselves that, right? You know, you think you're going to start this new thing, but you know, are you really committed to it? And it's obvious, you know, you were committed to it. You said in four months, you know, you had your first multifamily property, but you know, I'd like to even back up just a little bit. You know, you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and obviously that's, that's been such a game changer for so many people in this industry or just real estate altogether. You know, is there one massive or one major thing that you took out of that, that was like, just turn the light bulb on for you? Well, you know, it was the overarching theme of the book that the middle class work for their money and the rich have their money work for them. And it does sound cliche, right? You're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But when you read his book, and it's one of those books that just flows so eloquently, you can honestly just see right away that there's a whole other level of like personal finance that is not taught to you. And you either have to, you know, be told it or you need to go out and seek that information. And you know, after reading that book, I just went down a ton of different rabbit holes, right? I mean, all of a sudden I'm reading books on taxes and, you know, things where I thought I was never going to even, you know, touch upon. So it was an overarching theme that you needed to have that velocity of money. You needed to, you can't save your way to wealth. So, I mean, that was pretty much my main takeaway from that. Nice. Yeah, you can't save your way to wealth. I like that a lot. So, okay, so then you you know you read that book, and then I you know you started probably expressing these things to your wife or your family, and you know what were some responses, and what were your you know or how did you develop an action plan, and how did that go over with the family? So I wish you could see the look on my wife's face when I'm like, babe, I'm getting into real estate. You know, she's like, all right, Tim, whatever, man. But you know, it's <laughs> you already got two jobs, knows, like, right? And now yeah, you're gonna do something else. I mean, Exactly. Right. So she knew that I always had an interest in real estate. I used to talk about it, you know, all the time. 
but you know, she told me like when I was working full time as a fireman and my wife's brand new married and she's pregnant with her first child, I'm going back to nursing school at night, you know, studying, getting good grades and, you know, getting my degree while I'm I'm working full time. So she knows that once I commit to something, I'm going to make it happen. So when I kind of formulated the plan, you know, and she was like, Tim, go for it. I think we both kind of needed that proof of concept with that first three family house that we bought. You know, we needed to see what is it like to put the sweat equity in? What is it like to be a landlord? Getting phone calls, taking care of stuff. What are the expenses? What's the income? How's it going to affect our taxes? Do we do it in an LLC or not an LLC? Do we, you know, how do we finance it? All these questions, the whole process that went through, I felt really prepared for it because of listening to the podcast, Bigger Pockets, reading different books. And then, you know, when everyone talks about scalability, I, you know, I remember coming home from the closing of the three family and I said to my wife, I said, babe, I'm going to buy 30 of these things and we're going to be on easy street, you know, and all of a sudden I'm putting a new roof on and I'm, <laughs> I'm gutting the first floor apartment and I'm like, this is not scalable at all, which led me down the path towards, you know, where I am today as a real estate, you know, syndicator and, You know, I very quickly had to decide, like, which route am I going to go? Am I going to go three families and duplexes and quads, or am I going to go to multifamily? And I didn't know the first thing about multifamily. So what did I do? I went out and I figured out who are the leaders in this space, guys like yourself, and started listening to the podcast. And I decided to check out some of the mentorship programs. So I started making phone calls, talking to some of the people who I reached out to on Bigger Pockets or LinkedIn or Facebook. And I would take those conversations offline and say, hey, you know, I saw that you're a part of that program. Tell me all about it. So I ended up going with a mentorship program, Jake and Gino, and it's probably been the, one of the best decisions I've ever made in my entire life. I mean, the community is second to none. I mean, you hear these things and when you're on the outside looking in, you never really know what it's like because you're going to come out of pocket and people, I think, get stuck saying, well, I can't afford that or that's too much money. But I cannot even begin to describe the level of confidence, the caliber of people that you surround yourself when you decide to commit and take that action and view that price tag as an investment in your education, as an investment in yourself. And there's no better investment you can make than an investment in yourself. So many different doors have been opened. I've networked and met so many tremendous people. And I can honestly say that the reason why I'm closing on this 43-unit syndication on Monday, August 10th is because of this community, you know? So congratulations. um, That's incredible. That is incredible. And, you know, I I like to tell people, you know, like a mentor is just, it's such a game changer. It's so worthwhile, but you do have to do some due diligence to find a good mentor. No doubt. There's some due diligence there. They're not all created equal. I'll definitely say that. However, I mean, Jake and Gino, I know both those guys personally, just amazing guys. Some of the most genuine, uh, I mean, just the great community and uh, just great guys. I know a lot of people in that program and have been successful. And But so much about joining a mentorship program like that, you are buying into the community right? I mean, you are. I mean, that's part of what you're getting. And it is a big part of what you're getting because then also that mentor can introduce you to other people that you need on your team, right? It saves you so much time, you know, in trying to find that individual. And, you know, depending on what you're looking for, what teammate really or team member is missing. So no doubt that's incredible. And so mentorship, finding a mentor is definitely something uh, I find people ponder on way too long, like get your due diligence done, do your research. No doubt you got to do some. But 
pull the trigger, you know, find that mentor. It's going to just save you so much time. You know, what are maybe one or two things, Tim, that because of that program, you know, helped you to get this syndication you're fixing to close? So obviously, you know, the person who I'm doing the joint venture with is somebody in the community who gave me the opportunity of a lifetime to kind of get into this deal with him. And I mean, who would have thought in 13 months where I didn't own any units and now I'm going to own 46 units. And then there's another deal, a 200 plus uh, deal that's right behind that one coming down the pipe. So you know, so within maybe 18 months, I mean, I could potentially be at the, you know, 280 something unit mark. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, just think about that. So not only that, so, you know, they, everybody talks about real estate as a team sport, right? So maybe not in single family rentals uh, where you can do everything by yourself with the I'm a mentality, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to take care of everything. But, you know, with commercial real estate, it's a team sport, right? So you got due diligence, you got underwriting, you got property management. You got to walk those properties. You got to meet brokers. You got to meet lenders. I mean, really, I mean, there's a ton of stuff to get done. And then that's just to get it under contract. And then you got to do your due diligence, you know, and then you got to raise money. I mean, the biggest learning curve I've had so far is that nobody can hold your hand to raise money, right? Because there's three things that you need in order to raise money. You have to have people that know you, like you, and trust you. And they don't even give, you know, give a hoot so much about the deal itself as the fact that, you know, they're trusting you with their hard-earned capital. So what I've found is that, you know, I'm telling the same story over and over again to my friends and my family. So one of my goals, you know, for 2020, 2021 and going forward is to, you know, work on my platform and my education piece. I'm trying to get blog posts out, articles written because... I feel like multifamily real estate, cash flowing assets is the way to go for investing. And it may not be the only way to go for many people, but people don't, by and large, don't know about real estate syndication. What does it mean? How do I get into it? So, but yeah, just the raising capital piece was, was a big learning curve, but I actually enjoyed every minute of it. So, I mean, those are two things, but you know what? Reaching out to the community, somebody has a resource somebody can help you. You know, we got teamed up very quickly with another member in the community and we've been working with him underwriting properties and, you know, nothing's come to fruition yet, but I mean, we've been close. Speak a little bit to, you know, the managing the job, the real estate business and the home life. You know, it's difficult. You know, we did it for, uh, you know, a few years, you know, trying to make this happen or to where we're at now. It has not been easy and it, it was not easy. It was extremely difficult. To, but just like you, we had to commit and just had to keep taking action, keep pushing forward. But, you know, go elaborate a little bit on that aspect. It's not talked about enough. You know, I know when I speak, I'll, I mentioned that it's just not talked about enough because it's like, it's all, you see all the success, you know, in some people, but you know, you don't hear about the difficulty and just speak to a little bit about how you manage that and, and are still managing that. Yeah. So, I mean, with real estate, you know, it's a marathon and not a sprint. And when my wife and I were committed to this, the plan was to work while the girls were in school. And I joined the Jake and Gino community the first week in March. And everybody knows uh, two weeks later, COVID hit. So now I'm doing Google Classroom and I'm doing ABCs and one, two, threes. And, you know, it was insane. So because I'm a New York City firefighter, I work in the borough of Queens, which was hit pretty hard by COVID. And I work in a poorer neighborhood and people are on top of each other. So I was, we were doing CPR and COVID patients eight, 10 times a 24-hour shift and nobody was making it. I mean, it was insane. So 
I ended up quarantining for my family for six weeks. I moved into a family member's house and they moved into mine to help my wife out. And I just, you know, that was a period for me where I just worked. I worked from 5 a.m. till 11 o'clock at night. I, that's where I got the majority of my learning done, my phone calls, my networking. And I think it kind of catapulted me a little bit. But, you know, talking about that process, you were just talking about it now is I'm up at 5 a.m. each morning because I need to get my work done before my girls wake up. So from 5 to 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, I get a tremendous amount of work done. Then I got to be with them during the day for a little bit. And then I schedule my calls kind of around, you know, them pretty much hoping and praying that school starts in September, right, Whitney? But yeah, it's hard. I mean, it is just hard. So I had to walk away from my hospital job, which was ultimately the goal. But there's no way that you can just get into real estate and just kind of do it a little bit or dip your toe in a touch. So I did have to commit and I walked away from that comfort of the paycheck every two weeks in order to grow both personally and you know grow my business to the next level. So it is, it's a balancing act. There's no doubt about it. Is there a way that you like communicate with the family to let them know, you know, just like what you're working on or just so that, you know, that you're not just like leaving and not at the house, you know, it's like, it's helpful if they can kind of see the bigger picture, I like to say, is there any way that you found to do that? Yeah. So, you know, I brought my two older girls, the nine-year-old and the six-year-old, I brought them to my three family house on a number of different occasions when the first floor was torn apart and then just uh, brought them back to see the finished product. You know, when I mow the lawn and shovel the snow, they come along with me. So, you know, I think they're too young really to really grasp the whole idea, but I like to show them what daddy's doing. And then, you know, this new deal, the 43 unit, I just basically have told them that, look, I mean, daddy has three units here, but then the next building has 43 of them. And they're like, whoa, you know, so it is kind of fun to keep them somewhat engaged because I do, I, I want them to know all the things that I'm figuring out in my mid to late thirties. I want them to know that kind of early on. So, so you, you know, congratulations again on this first syndication. Tell me the hardest part of the syndication process or journey for you so far. Yeah, the hardest part is to get a property under contract, right? I mean, that is one of the hardest pieces. And then I would say capital raising and then getting your investors over the finish line has been quite the, it's been quite the process. I mean, yes. So capital raising for sure. But I do love capital raising. Talking about real estate is something that I just love. But you know, we analyze a ton of deals. And what I love about commercial real estate is that it has to make sense on your spreadsheet. Right. I mean, you can underwrite a deal. You can do a back of the napkin in 10 minutes with a spreadsheet. And then if something seems to make sense and you're hovering over a sweet spot, you can really dig in. And if it doesn't make sense, you don't waste any more time on it. You know, it could be the sexiest property on the block, but it doesn't make sense on the spreadsheet. You just move right on. So, so that's a challenging piece because you got to go through a lot of no's before you get to a yes. Especially the first time. Uh, <laughs> it's difficult. Especially no the first time. It gets um, easier so, though. Yeah, it gets easier. I hope build, so. Yeah, you build systems. You learn so much from the first time you're doing a capital raise. And what's the number one way that you've recently improved your business that we could apply to ours? <sighs> Improving the business would be to, you know, my brother is my business partner. So I get to talk to him, you know, every day. But we recently, you know, decided that, like, listen, we need to have a strategy call, like on Mondays, you know, and we need to plan out, all right, what are you doing? What am I doing? And then, you know, holding each other accountable. Hey, did you get to this? Hey, did I, you know, this is what I did. You know, that has been a huge piece because on a certain level, he's my brother. So I can just talk to him very frankly, right? About a lot of stuff. And then 
now that we're doing the business together, the relationship has changed and it's growing, right? But so we're just trying to get those systems in place. So that's been one thing. And then just leveraging other people. You know, it is a team sport. So getting those networks, getting those conversations done, that's been a huge piece for us so far. What about your best source for meeting new investors right now? So, I mean, I'm putting out some, not a lot of content, but I'm putting at least one blog post out a week. I'm connecting that's people good. and bringing com- Yeah. I mean, that's my goal, right? And my goal is one blog post per week. I'm currently using active campaign and building up a funnel and an automation process as we speak to kind of help out with some of those systems, but also LinkedIn. I've been meeting a ton of people on LinkedIn and, and taking those conversations offline. And people are like, listen, like I'm a really successful doctor or I'm a, I'm a successful engineer or I'm a successful business owner, entrepreneur. How come I don't know about syndication? And why is Tim, the firefighter nurse, telling me about how I should invest my capital, you know? So it's a pretty cool conversation to have. And I get a lot of like, whoa, like that's incredible. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, so it's having those conversations. So if nothing else, that is kind of, you know, taught me that I need to concentrate on content, getting content out there because people are willing and able to invest in real estate, but they just need to know how it works. What's the number one thing that's contributed to your success? Mindset, mindset, mindset. So in the beginning, I wasn't ready to hear it. I guess I had that scarcity uh, mindset that people talk about, you know, I would tune into real estate podcasts and I'd hear mindset all the time. And I'm like, what are these people talking about? I just want to hear about nuts and bolts about real estate, you know, equity and this and that. And when I finally, you know, kind of caught on and started doing some more personal development and reading and audiobooks and, you know, having more of an abundant mindset, I feel like, you know, I may not be the most successful person at right now as we speak in commercial real estate. I'm no Whitney Sewell right now, but I feel like I've already won you know, because I've had that mindset shift and I feel like I've already won the game. So that's been huge for me. No doubt. I mean, just that you're, I mean, getting to your first syndication, like you're so far ahead of 98% of people that are interested, like you said before, you know, they think they're going to get into real estate, but they're not truly committed yet. Tell us how you like to give back. So how do I like to give back? I mean, so you're already a firefighter. You were a nurse. I mean, it's incredible, you know, how you've already given back, but I always like to ask. Yes. So that's a great question, man, because that's something that I've been thinking a lot about. Like, how can I make more of an impact? And aside from just like my personal, like being like my my girls coaches for different sports and everything like that, but I'm talking about impact the way I'm impacted by real estate. I want people to know that this is an avenue that's open to everybody. And even if you don't think you have enough money, even if you don't think you can do it, I want to talk to you and I want to tell you that it is possible. And starting that conversation and letting blue collar people like firefighters, cops, first responders. I mean, that's one of the things I would love to do is to maybe start a podcast and get this information out to my fellow brethren out there. Because, you know, a lot of us like, we're like, oh, well, we have a pension or even a lot of departments have shied away from pensions and they're doing 401ks. And, you know, that's the goal. That's what everybody talks about, about the, around the kitchen table uh, at the firehouse is, you know, pensions and retirement and you know, it's never, well, not never, but very rarely is it about real estate and how to invest. And, you know, and I want to bring that more out to everybody that everybody can get involved in one way or the other. So that's going to be my main thing is how do I make an impact? Nice. So Tim, I'm grateful for your time and just 
really hammering in on just the commitment that it takes and that decision that has to be made and just taking action. Congratulations again to you for doing that and getting even to this first syndication. I'll look forward to hearing about that getting across the closing table and moving on to the next one. So congratulations for just having that mindset, making it happen, really making that decision, because I think we can all do it, but the decision has to be made and you have to commit up front like you've talked about. But how can listeners get in touch with you and learn more about you? Yeah, so you can check out the website at citysidecap.com, C-I-T-Y-S-I-D-E-C-A-P.com. And then my email address is tim at citysidecap.com. I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn. Tim Lyons, just make sure you spell it L-Y-O-N-S. Awesome, Tim. That's a wrap. Thank you very much. All right, Whitney. Thanks for having me. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.